places. So you're pushed to do other things. And when yeah. you realize that, hey, I could actually, instead of sitting in the car and traveling to work, that's what I was going to say, and wasting that time, you could actually apply it to something else and yeah. doing what you want to do. And not, not everybody has the option, the opportunity to find something that they love that they can sort of do that with. But, mm. but I think, you know, it comes, you don't have to work hard, like you don't have to work really hard for long if you work really hard yeah at the start yeah that's cool i mean new trends and styles are sort of born through frustration of the norm yeah you know what i mean like just getting sick of doing the same stuff so you're like what else can we do what's happening guys welcome back to another podcast today we have justin aiken for you he is a good friend of mine and a wedding photographer based down near tauranga ways he has won New Zealand Wedding Photographer of the Year like four times or something and he is just an all-round epic original photographer. In today's podcast we just kind of talk about a whole bunch of stuff. It's a long one so buckle up and enjoy the podcast. Join your hat energy. Surf boys from back in the day. Like a new man. <laughs> oh man. So how's good it going? You, man. It's good. It is. I haven't seen you in a long time. It's been years, bro. Has been. Was like, it the wedding we did together? Yeah. Um, what were their names? Alana. Alana and Corey. And Corey. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Was that the last time you saw each other? I don't know. Fuck no. Actually, was... did, didn't you come down for a wedding and you stayed at my place? That's right. You were at Old Forest, I think. <clears throat> That's yeah. right. My voice sounds so different in these headphones. Do you like it? <laughs> it's interesting. It sounds good. <laughs> you too. Man. You want to be like up here, pretty close. Okay. Yeah. About that. Good. Good. That's when you introduced me to Breaking Bad. That's right. Yeah. And then I watched the whole, yeah. every episode in about a month. It's one of those series. Eh? Yeah. You can't just watch one. Like it was hard to get <sighs> into. Yeah. Like the first for me, like the first couple episodes. Uh, and then I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Just watched all of it. Yeah. Do you find that with like a lot of series? You need to get in, like yeah. it takes two or three episodes to get in. But once you're in, you're hooked. Yeah, I found that with The Office, like yeah, the right. US Office. I only just watched that as well recently. Like, yeah. Like it took me a whole season to get into that. And now I've watched all of them like four times probably. Yeah. I'm, I've never watched <coughs> The American Office in full. Uh I've watched the UK one. Yeah, I remember you saying the other day. Yeah. But um I watched a little bit of the UK one. I was like, I just can't do it. <laughs> I was like that with the American one. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ricky Gervais, but yeah. I don't know. Even the American one, it's like so hard to watch because he's mm. such a douchebag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like makes you cringe, it's the actor. Eh? But yeah. like it's just so hard to watch. Yeah, because they did more of seasons <clears throat> of the American one, right? I think there's like um, nine. Wow, that's, that's probably wild. very wrong. Maybe seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the Sopranos? I've never watched the Sopranos. Mm. My brother would be really angry at me because oh, he's bro. been telling me for years to watch the Sopranos. The Sopranos is really yeah. fucking good. Yeah, that's on my list. That and Peaky Blinders, which is something else. I haven't I watched, watched that one. There's so much shit to do. <clears throat> so much. Life is so thing, short right? for watching TV. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I can't. I can't watch one though. Like I'll go on a full-on bender. Yeah, and and that's why I can't. I, I dare not start a series during wedding season because no, no, you can't because then that's all I'll do. Yeah, you until like three a.m. Yeah. yeah, your clients will be like, um, so you know, you'll get that email, <laughs> and you see the name, and you're like. It's about eight weeks after the wedding, and you're like, okay, yeah. here's the checkup. Yeah, I'm really <clears throat> getting those emails. Yeah, and I'm you're going to be like replying, saying, oh, you're just about done, but really, yeah. you're just about done Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> just about done in season one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to lose those glasses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just thought you, you were coming up, and I was mm. like, it, A, it would just be cool to see you because it's been yeah. ages, and... Then I wanted to get you on the podcast because I think a lot of people look up to you as well. Mm, that's nice. Um, you're kind of an OG. I've also found interesting because I think a lot of people that book me or you have looked at both of us. Possibly. Like we get a lot yeah. of the same. Mm. Like if a lot of people I've booked um, have told me they looked at you and, and then a lot of inquiries I've lost. Some, when I used to follow up, I don't really do it anymore, but... 
um, I found out that they which you shot at their wedding. Oh, <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> no, I didn't give a fuck. I was just, yeah. I just found it interesting because it's yeah. like we kind of have a similar vibe, like the yeah. way because we've shot together and the way we yeah. shoot is similar. Yeah, we we have a very similar shooting style. Yeah, and and also I think something I picked up with Alana is um, just our, the way we are with the people, not just the couple, but I think um, you you make a point of, of making an effort with other people at the wedding, like family like members. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, well, or like specifically like parents and sisters yeah, or whatever. I do, yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, solid. It's very important because once you've done that, I think it just, everything flows quite nicely and, and they, yeah. they really feel connected to you. I mean, we don't get a lot of time to do that, to be fair. You know, no. You, there's not really any time prior to the wedding day unless you kind of know them and you may be going for like a rehearsal or something. But I do usually go to rehearsals. <clears throat> and um, I know that's a popular, an unpopular opinion mm. with a lot of people. Like my, a lot of people are like, I just don't have the time. Yeah, I can't, I can't be, be fucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I have always got a lot out of it. The thing for me that I've got out, I like how this conversation is just starting and I haven't even had a plan. <laughs> Awesome. But uh, yeah, I, I've always, you know, when I when I go to the rehearsals, um, just the just meeting the families and the bridal party and like forming that little bit of a bond with them, uh, that really helps me on the day. Yeah. Like when I show up in the morning, they're like, oh, Chris is back, you know, and I'm like already kind of one of their mates. Like fitting in is a skill that I've learned. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Likewise. Because I typically don't like humans, <laughs> like a lot of them. Yeah, I prefer Likewise. my home planet. Yeah. 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 Humans are hard to deal with. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. Yeah. I um I don't always know if they're doing a rehearsal. Like, I don't ask. Maybe I should. But Yeah, I always ask. Yeah, truth be told, like, if I'm at home and the wedding's in, say, like, Waihi, that's an hour away. No, I, I do it if it's local. Okay. Like, if it's in, like, yeah. Kumu. Yeah. I've been to a couple out of town, but they've, like, like paid for me to come. Right, that's cool. Um. Like and buy like, your lunch or something. No, like literally paid for right. like okay. flights or oh, like wow. whatever. Like okay. Not very often. Oh, out of town weddings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, not not very often. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I do get a lot out of it, and they get they get a lot out of it as well because we've seen so you know I've seen like five hundred weddings. You've probably done double what I've done. I've never counted. Yeah, yeah. but you've definitely done more than me. Um, I've done a fair few. And the advice that we give, they usually really appreciate it. Yeah. And that's how you get on board with the parents. Like mm. I find if you can get on board with the parents, like make the parents really like you, mm. like sold. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because they got your back all day. Yeah, I've actually been making an effort probably in the last two <coughs> years to do exactly that with parents and um, specifically with family members. So like making a mental note. Because like so many times you'll have like members, siblings that are in the bridal party. Yeah. And like if you didn't bother to try to find that out before, how would you know? Yeah. Like, they're not always going to tell you. No, definitely not. And siblings don't always look alike, so you can't always pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really bad with names. I'm terrible with names. I'm so good like, with faces. Yeah, oh, excellent with faces. I suck at names. Yeah, no, I recognize I recognize a guest from a wedding like four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> but, Same. But, like, I don't even remember my kids' names. I had a... You know? <laughs> yeah, like... How many kids you got? Oh, like four or wow. something, maybe three or four. I don't even know. <laughs> that you know of. Yeah. I had a guest on, on the week, uh, a wedding on the weekend, and the, and the couple came up to me like, do you remember me? And I was like, yes, I actually did. Like, I remember their, their names. And they were like, oh, we were so-and-so and so-and-so's wedding. I was like, oh, that was the one at Atahua. Yeah. This is a vineyard in, in, down in the bay. And they were like, no, no, that was, it was out in Waihi. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I've only done one wedding in Waihi, and it was fucking awesome, eh? Where's that water lily? No, it was on the beach. Like. Flat wide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the reception, they had to move it because I think all the venue had COVID or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so they, they shot it some other place. I can't remember what it was called, but it was cool. But that, it was cool because the couple were cool. Ooh. They were just a rad couple. I had a lot of fun. Makes a difference there. And that was one of those weddings that I had to I, – I couldn't – because they postponed, I couldn't get a second shooter on video. Hmm. So I had Alice, you know Alice, from it's like uh, from like South America. No, uh, she she second shot photo for me, but I had to do all the video. Okay, this is like full ceremony, full speeches, a highlight film, and I did main photo, and oh. it was hard. Actually, I think I know which Alice you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
She, um, but she did a good job. I think when you have great. a second, a solid second shooter, mm. it's it's fine. It's helpful, eh? Yeah. I don't have too many. They used to be included in my package, but I took them out and added an extra component. So did I. Yeah. This this year I did that. Did you? Mm. Yeah, I did about four years ago, maybe more. Um, it yeah. works, but definitely less people take that option. And I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay capturing weddings by myself, but. The ones where there is a second, you kind of feel like a weight off your shoulder sometimes, especially when it's a good second. Like, and it's more fun. And it's way more fun. If you like them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like when me and you shot together, it was a yeah. main day. That was full banter. Yeah, full bands <laughs> all day. Which is what it should be Remember like. that little video we made? Yeah, that was funny. On that note, that's actually <laughs> hilarious. I had, I had somebody mention to me the other day, um, I saw a video of you and Chris I was like, really? Which one? And he sent me the link to that. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, really? Was it on YouTube, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, I think it was on your Shit. YouTube channel. Yeah. Man. And that I, was funny, I, though. I read the comments, though. This was interesting. And someone says... Creative blur. <laughs> <laughs> Dial out the focus. Yeah. Yeah, I'll still do that. Just kidding. Um, somebody in the comments had mentioned something about, oh, you guys wear T-shirts to your weddings? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's in New Zealand. <laughs> I was like, wow. Dude, you're lucky everyone wearing pants. <laughs> Yeah, at 7 p.m., the pants come off. Fucking okay, amen. <laughs> I actually normally have a collared shirt because, you know, sometimes you have clients where it's like you feel like you should put on a collared shirt or at least put a little bit more respectable. Yeah. That particular wedding, because I knew Alana and I knew most of her family and I worked with her mum back in the day. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel that way. And then I also just forgot. And I think we, like, we went down to the car to get like someone to drink or something. I remember and I was like thinking about it. I was like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> so. I have mixed opinions. Sometimes, like, if I'm doing, like, a church wedding, yeah. then I'll wear, like, a pants and a, and a proper button-up shirt. Do they allow you in churches? Uh, <laughs> I get very warm. I get very warm yeah. when I walk in the door, but I can fake it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll dress up for that. I mean, I, I, dress, I dress nice, but, yeah. like, you know, a T-shirt is fine. They're not photographing me. 100%. Yeah, and I think you need to be comfortable. Yeah, and as long as you're respectful, yeah. like... Dressed yeah. uh, well enough and like cleanly shaved and yeah. like cleanly shaved like you, <laughs> yeah, not not like I am now. Basically, I don't go like this. Yeah, yeah. most of my weddings uh, at the end of the night, I don't think the family give a shit no, if I wore a shirt or, or a singlet. They're usually they're like hugging me. By yeah, the time I'm yeah, bro. Like, if they're doing that, then I'm like, this is the my difference. Job's done. This is the difference though. <laughs> yeah, between how we shoot and a lot of people shoot like us. Yeah, and the people that don't really give a shit about the family and whatever and don't mm. try and get on board with everybody mm. when i leave a wedding you know I, I always go up and i'm like i can i give a couple of hugs yeah, fuck yeah you know i'm like 100 percent. like i won't day. leave the venue unless i've, I've said goodbye to both couples like and oh, they don't necessarily no. have Never. to be together because a lot of the time by that stage of the night they're not together no nah, no nah. like one's here and one's yeah, there yeah. one's london one's tokyo yeah one of them's having a joint <laughs> in the car park and the other one's fucking snorted alarm for tire yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, but I always go up to them and hug them. And then when I'm leaving, you know, like usually I'll like wave to the parents and they yeah. like call me over and they'll, you know, we'll have a little chat yeah. before I leave. And thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And you're kind of like, thank you for yeah. having me. Like I always try and end that way because yeah. you got to be grateful, I suppose, for what we do. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, like we it. have a pretty, it's a pretty sweet job. It is. It's kind of embarrassing how much good wedding photographers get paid compared to like teachers and shit. <sighs> it's yeah. disgusting, really. It's definitely lucrative, you know. Teachers are so overworked. <clears throat> Big time. Yeah. So overworked and so yeah. underpaid. And we don't have enough of them, like most things in New Zealand. And they raise our kids. 100%. If we're honest. Your, your kids are spending so much time there. I mean, what time we dropping them off at 8 o'clock in the morning? They're yeah. coming home at like 2.30. They spend more time at school than with us. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And when they get home, they're gassed. They're tired. Yeah, they're tired. We're so tired. Like, I'll say to my kids, like, w w how is school? They're like, yeah. good. Yeah, oh, that's what you get. <laughs> it's like one answer. I'm like, what did you learn today? So, Dude, I don't even get good. I, I have a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old. Oh, I'm like, how's school? They're like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Grunting. That's it. And they stink. <laughs> like, they stink my car out when I pick them up. It's disgusting. Actually, they've gotten better now, though. Feral. I think they've decided, they've, they've started, like, noticing the other. Gender. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, maybe I should not smell like an animal yeah. daily. Have you got, what do you got, boys, girls? Two of each. Two uh, of each, well, right. Yeah. So the boys of. are like, chicks, I better spray some deodorant. Pretty much, yeah. My <laughs> son has like, he bought hair gel, but he bought like the real greasy shit. So he looks like Ross of Friends. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you got to up your game. But anyway, this is about photography. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So they say. This whiskey's good. Ooh. I really like it. It's going to be hard to have just one glass. <clears throat> yeah. 
Um, mm. So, wedding photographer of the year. <laughs> How many times? I think it's four. Four times wedding mm. photographer of the year. Mm. And uh, I think it's well justified. Thanks, man. Your work is, is pretty crazy. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about was, I think a lot of people listening are going to know who you are, but the people that don't know who you are don't know your work. It's very interesting. <laughs> like a lot of, a lot. I've even picked up some of the stuff that you do. Like I'll put a photo up on the screen that I took and I'll, I'll show you later. And I was like, when I took it, I was like, I got, this is just an inside my soul right now. <laughs> you know? I love it. <laughs> like you do, you're very creative yeah, and thanks. you really, you've come up with a lot of firsts, I think, especially with composition, mm. you know, like you don't use a lot of light, do you like off camera? No, flash. no, I used to, I yeah. used to. Part of the reason why I don't is because I'm fucking lazy. Yeah. I think that comes with age. Yeah. How old are you now? How old do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think you're about the same age as me. I'm turning 40 this year. Yeah, I'm just over. Yeah, I'm right. just over the line. Yeah. It definitely comes with age. Yeah. Like cynicism. Yep. And like... There's a certain level of cynicism. Yeah. Yeah. And realizing you don't actually need it, I think. Yeah. No, you don't. I used to set it up at reception. I thought it was interesting. Like I just said, off camera flash, like during speeches and that. I still sometimes do that. Like I still sometimes. Randomly. Yeah, I have like a couple of 80, 200s. Yeah. But mm. I'm not going to do that anymore. I decided actually... Um, well, but before we carry on with um, how epic you are, that uh, I'm going to get video lights for next season for photo. Nice. A couple of really nice aperture, like they're expensive, but way yeah. better. Yeah. But um, yeah, just uh, it's something about what you do with composition. And I want to know where you got that from. Uh, like tell us about yourself. Mm. Just give us an overview. Like you're obviously from South Africa, and I'm sorry to the listeners about the accent. <laughs> This deck doesn't have like a, <laughs> a Homer Simpson conversion. Trance. Yeah, you know. Um, Some people might like it, man. But it does sound really good in, in these headphones, actually. Yeah. Um, no, the I'm accent? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm English South African as well, so yeah. I don't talk like this. But just, <laughs> but just give me a quick overview of kind of like how you got into it mm. and like what you shoot now um, and just maybe – some like inspiration because you got that shit from somewhere mm. um composition wise I, I do remember so long i used to work for canon back in the day when i lived in england right yeah it was just a, it wasn't it was i was not a photographer i actually worked in the post room <laughs> organizing this is when people still got mail wow this is me showing my age yeah this is end of the 90s <clears throat> early 2000s no end of the 90s yeah and um and we, we got like 45, we got a crazy discount and I bought a film camera. I don't even remember what one it was and a couple of lenses. And we went on a surf trip to Indonesia yeah. and I had about three rolls, one color, two black and white and came back. And my um, partner then at the time, her dad was really keen on photography. And he, I had actually had like a, a I bought one of those like albums <laughs> and put prints in it. Oh, yeah, like you stick them in. <coughs> yeah, yeah, it was like yeah. from Indonesia, like, yeah, right. like a turtle on the cover or yeah. something ridiculous. And um, and I stuck them in there for some reason. I put the prints in an album, you know. And um, he was looking through and he said, oh, you know what, You'll com you actually have good compositions. I was like, I don't really know what the fuck that means, Yeah, like back then. But okay, cool. And then strangely the other day I was looking through those photos because a friend of mine posted them. She like digi digitalized, digitized, I don't know what the word is. And put them on Facebook, as you do. Yeah. And I was like, wow, there's a blast from the past. And a lot of the photos were the ones that I took. Um, and um, I was like, wow, those are actually pretty cool compositions, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then from there, I came over here. I moved to New Zealand and um, actually studied computer networking, but I pulled out halfway through that degree and pursued photography. I was doing concert photography. Um, and I guess it just sort of came from there. And it was like... I didn't ever want to plan to get into weddings. It was it actually was something I didn't want to do. Yeah, I couldn't imagine anything. Same worse. with me. Yeah, I was quite introverted. Um, definitely not like I am now. Like I wouldn't be able to make conversation with people just randomly at a wedding like I can now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I was like, the thought of weddings like made me sick. I was like, no way. And then friends would like ask, like, can you do so and so's wedding or my sister's wedding? Mm. And I was like, that's an easy way to make. You know, a little bit of money. Yeah, I'll do it. Good few hundred dollars <laughs> and buy the next lens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know what I was earning that time was shit. 
Um, and then it kind of just grew from there. I actually stopped weddings. And um, when I got married, my good friends, Jake, Thomas, and Mike Hill, got me back into it. Yeah. Thank you. Mike Hill, shit, that's a blast mm. from the past. Jake in particular, because he would, he would ask me like to second shoot. Um, and I'd be like, I'd make up, like, I'd say, I'd like say that I was busy. But I yeah. wasn't because I just didn't want a second yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was doing like heaps of other stuff, commercial stuff and family portraits and, and stuff like that. Um, and, um, and after he shot my wedding, I realized how much fun they had together. And I was like, wow, that's not how I was shooting weddings before. And just talking about creativity as well, like I have to definitely um, give those two a little bit of praise because when we were all hanging out, when we were all doing photography, we were all pushing each other. Yeah. And I mean, their work at the time was great. I mean, obviously it's a different place now. I'm, I'm sure if they were still around doing photography, they would still be great. But they were, but next level in, at the time. Um, and yeah. it's certainly incredibly inspiring for me as well. So they were kind of at that stage, you know, almost like mentors as well. You know, yeah. you were learning from them, being inspired by them. And I think anyone who you're inspired by can be seen as like a mentor. That's a pretty good thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I had pretty much the exact same story. Right. I could have guessed that with how we are. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Like I was shooting like my friend's skateboarding and yeah. um, landscape photography and shit like okay. that. And my first wedding was uh, a friend of a friend and they said it was at uh, Cornwall Park. Yeah. And they said they would give me $500. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. Fine. I didn't really want to, but I was like, I needed money. I was broke as shit. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. And um, the photos were not great, but <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Mm. I felt pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, uh, you know, strutting in with my, I think I had like a Canon, fuck, like a, some kind of crop sensor thing, my 18 to 55. Oh, yeah. I was legit. Um, my 55 to 200 <laughs> as well. That was pretty good. Um, and, yeah, it was just the process of it. I just really liked it. Mm. It was just fun. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, yeah, we do get inspired from what we've seen in our lives. 100%. And the people that we've been around. Mm. And I think shooting with Mike Hill and that would have been a pretty good start. Yeah, that's good. It was <clears throat> probably Mike who I learned a lot from and just to be so more, a lot more open with people. Yeah. Cause like if you look at he Mike, was big into that. I never met him, but he seemed rad. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good guy. Um, if if I mean, obviously you've seen what he looks like, and, yeah, yeah. and when people haven't met him and they see what he looks like, it's like they they automatically form an opinion of, of what they think this guy is going to be like. Yeah, and they're like, they really, you're him. a wedding photographer. Yeah, and then they get to know him, and it's like they're pretty much like hugging him by the time they're leaving the wedding. Yeah, well, he's leaving the wedding because they love him so much because he's just such a lovable guy in that way. Yeah. but he was he was someone who taught me like how to give like yourself, like your personal, make that personal connection yeah. with people. Um, and, and like he also, there would be different ways to do it. And, and I, I guess it, it's important to choose how you are with certain people. Like mm. you, you couldn't do certain things with some people, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't say certain things that you would say, like say to a groomsman who's sculling a beer to yeah. like say a conservative mum. Oh, absolutely. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so <clears throat> being able to have that ability to, you know, transform or be like some sort of social kind of chameleon yeah. in some way. Um, I think it's definitely, I'm, I'm a, I mean, I've been through a lot in my life, but weddings have, you know, so I've changed a lot over my lifetime. Mm. Like if you saw me 20 years ago, I'm a completely different man. Yeah. You know, but weddings have definitely like changed. Petrol me. head. <laughs> I was always a petrol head. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in West Auckland. You know? Right. Yeah. Like I had a Commodore, Metallica t-shirt, black jeans. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> um, long hair. Yeah, I did have long hair yeah. before it fell out. Yeah. And uh, now I just have to have a beard, otherwise I look like a potato. Looks good, I don't though. have a beard. Yeah, thank you. I spend a lot of time on it. No, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think weddings have changed my personality a lot, like given me a lot more confidence. Because mm. you kind of just have to learn it. Have to have it, man. When you're standing in front of 200 people. Yeah trying to instruct people to take a group shot and like make family photos and stuff. Yeah. Like you just have to come out of your shell. Yeah. So it's I think difficult. all of us in winter, we like go back into our yeah. caves. Yeah. And just don't come out. Don't see light. Don't speak to people. Curtains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I come out looking like Tom Hanks off Castaway. <laughs> I'm like, right, I better shave and like Unshaven, do some shit. Skinny. Yeah. Nah, opposite of that. Cause we no, so unshaven much. and fat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's hard to lose that weight as you get older, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, but yeah, look, I guess um, I've always also just pushed myself to shoot for myself as well. So like, say, for example, you go to the same venue, like, how can I shoot this differently? Yeah. Which I think is quite difficult. But if you're thinking like, yeah, I think that can also like enhance your creative sort of results. Um, that and explains also, a lot. Yeah, and also just, just the way I see things. Sometimes it's a bit different, maybe a bit different to, to other people. But um, again, I think just going back to what you said, definitely the foundation and, and the maybe the child that you had can yeah. contribute to that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I just noticed you composition-wise you use a lot of like – you just put people in spaces that you wouldn't think mm. and like you do creative things like this, like with suits and stuff. Um, That's because I just get frustrated photographing them, like trying to find a fucking hanger that will hang or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like detail shots. You just get them to hold it. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I think you're you're the OG of a lot of shots like that. Like maybe people have done it, but I've never seen it. I, a lot of stuff you've done, I've has been the first time I've seen it. Mm. That holding the dress shot, I um, that was pure frustration. There was like eight bridesmaids. Yeah, and I was trying to hang them up in this. Sorry, I keep forgetting <laughs> that I need to talk into the mic. Yeah, I um was hanging them up in this shitty little room, and they kept fucking falling. Yeah, it's so irritating. And then oh. like you're that dude, then you like look out the corner of your eye, like someone's looking at you, like oh. <laughs> Dirty the dress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like God, that awkward. Look. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Meanwhile, like, the dress is quite resilient, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, fuck it. Just bring your dresses and come outside with me. Yeah. <laughs> I like, hold it up in front of your face. And I was like, that's it, done. I photographed the dresses. Afterwards, like, I went home and looked at it. I was like, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. No, I had the same experience. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to do that, and the dress was being a pain. And I was like, and I was like I'm just going to adjust in this shit. <laughs> yeah. And it came do out it. great. Do it. Yeah. As far as I know, I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't, I mean, maybe I had and I didn't know, but I don't think so. Tell me something. Um, mm. Tell me something and I'm going to find this photo. Tell you something? Yeah. Anything? Okay. How about this? Yeah. This has blew my mind that I only realized the other day or learned that we have sonar mapped. We have only explored, right? Sonar mapped? Yeah. Like in the water? Yeah. Yeah. Less than 20% of the ocean. Of a whole earth. Yeah. Were you wanting just like any sort of fact or <laughs> that it was? Did you want something photography? Like leading into like underwater photography? No, I can't segue into anything. No, that that is a good fact. I just thought about it. That's on the way fact out. of the day. Actually, that yeah. can be a new segment. Fact of the day. It blows so, my mind. fact of the day, oh, here it is. Fact of the day is that we've only explored 20% of less. Less than 20%. Yeah. That is crazy. It's crazy. Because you can get to the bottom and be like, what the fuck? There's like a, another people. Like people down here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We haven't been smoking pot, I promise. No, we haven't. This actually. is that shot. Oh, yeah. That's mean. Like hang all the suits under them. Yeah. I literally thought of you when I was taking that photo. I was like, all right. <laughs> it's a cool shot. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. You know, just yeah. in it. Yeah. And, you know, I say shoot for myself because, you know, I think it's important to, like, it's always important to get the stock standard stuff, you know, but, yeah. but to shoot for yourself. But a lot of the time, the couple end up loving that kind of shit. A hundred percent. I think that's yeah. why they hire us. Yeah. A lot of possibly. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, that's another good point. Like, what's your opinion on getting inspiration? Like, I don't, I've never, <clears throat> it's not out of ego. It's not out of like some kind of, I'm better than you thing, but like, I just don't really follow other wedding photographers mm -hmm. and I never have like, most of my Instagram followings that I follow is mostly like street photographers or like yeah. documentary stuff. And I think that being inspired by, like I've been inspired by you, uh, but that's a rare case. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's rare that I see other wedding photos and I'm like, that's sick. Mm. Like it's usually the same shit. Yeah. And done really well, but it's the same, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... I think being in, I think if you follow too closely and like follow, you know, you, you especially when you start out, mm. you're like constantly looking at Instagram and like mm. Googling photo poses and like how to pose couples and how to do this. And I think most of it, most of what you're going to find is, is going to hinder you rather mm. than help. Yeah. You. Yeah. I, yeah. Look, I think, I think it's good to consume certain stuff, but you could you could probably do like what you say, 
any other genre of photography and yeah sure and maybe apply that to your wedding photography somehow you know whether that be lighting or, or use of or post-production or composition yeah know, get your ideas from there um you can't all like for me it's like i don't do that kind of stuff at every wedding you know what i mean like sometimes weddings don't present like i don't i don't ever rock up nowadays i don't rock up at a wedding with an idea in mind or think like oh no. i'm gonna do that shot at this wedding it's like i just do with whatever i've been given I'm, I'm working with whatever is in front of me yeah and like just i'll only think about it in that moment sometimes i think of shit and i'm like oh, i want to do that and then like something else happens or time goes like oh, i didn't get to do that idea yeah like, maybe i'll do that at another wedding and then that idea doesn't present itself right yeah um I th yeah but anyway going back to your question like I, th I think it's good to to source some sort of inspiration but I, I don't think it needs to be from other wedding photographers i don't really follow too many other wedding photographers like if, if i follow them i don't really i'm like i'm scrolling past or yeah you're like, just, I'm just not interested. Like your mate. yeah, yeah. I'm, ju I'm just not interested in who you shot last weekend i don't give a shit and, like, yeah. and i'm sure you don't give a shit who i should no, I don't give a <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so and i don't expect you to <laughs> no so but sometimes i'll be scrolling through and i'll see one of your shots and i'm like that's sick no nah, thanks man yeah yeah and that kind of leads on like with community and like surrounding yourself by photographers. Cause when I started wedding photography, I didn't even know another photographer, mm. let alone a wedding photographer. And I was like, I have no idea how to do this shit. And now we've got like Facebook groups and like NZIPP. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Do you, what do you think? You're still in NZIPP, right? I am a member. Yeah. yeah. I have been for, I think like 12 years. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a long time. Um, there's been different reasons why I've been a member. Like again, when we were shooting and entering competitions, Jake and Mike, that was real fun. We were like pushing He was each in other. NZIPP as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they ever, I think they were members. Maybe they weren't or they just entered. Like you don't have to be a member to enter, but, but the, a good reason to be a member is you get some pretty sweet discounts, man. Yeah. Like you get discount off your insurance, Rothbury. You get discount off like Torpedo 7 and trade cards. Like I've said, right. I, I bought a bike for my, uh, my boy the other day. Yeah. I saved like 170 bucks. Nice. Just by having this N3 card. Crazy. It was ridiculous. I was like, sweet. Like if I'm saving money that way. Yeah. But other than discounts, you do get shit out of it, right? Surely. Like, yeah. Because I think yeah. people know that I've roasted NZOPP <laughs> a fair bit in my life. <laughs> but, but they do. I think they do do a lot mm. as well for people. Yeah, I mean, in the 12 years I've been there, I've seen a lot of change. Like, there's been times when I'm like, I don't really give a fuck about being a member. And then there's times I'd be like, that's awesome being a member. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always changing. And I think it's, it's like it with a volunteer organization as well. Yeah, <clears throat> right. You know, you're not always going to have that, you know, people who are willing to put in the effort to make it what it is. Yeah, and it's pretty it's, sweet if you're like constantly winning winning photographer of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I haven't done that for a couple of years, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who was the last one? Um, I don't know. I always say I'm, an, I'm not going to enter, and then like in the last like day, I'll like scrummage around yeah, right. images and just enter it for the hell of it. Yeah, I think I've seen a lot of awards in that group, and everybody, every one that I've seen of yours, I've been like, yeah, that should have won. This isn't like a Justin praising yeah. podcast, but it's kind of turning out like that. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's interesting, the whole judging. Like, I'm, <clears throat> I'm such a... Um, I'm in such in two minds with judging art. And in one hand, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. You're judging art? Like, who's a judge? Like, who's to say, like, say music. You can judge music and give someone an award for music. I think it's ridiculous. And then in the same breath, I'm like, it can be a real cool process because you can be really inspired by other people as well. Yeah. And what they're submitting. And like, if you invested the time into following it and listening. But the judging platform is an interesting one for me. Like, there's times when I'm like, wow, yeah, cool, I get it. And then it's something I'm like... Because you would have been a judge a few times, right? Once or twice, yeah. 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 I don't... I don't. Um, the reason why I haven't judged a lot, like for weddings, is because I've entered them. And I, and I don't believe, personally, and I've, I've expressed this in feedback, that if you're entering a category that you should be judging it, I just do not think that it's a good idea. If th you're entering it, <coughs> yeah. you shouldn't be a judge. Yeah, no, yeah. Totally. Like if you're judging a category, I think there should be a general rule to say you cannot enter it. That's but my opinion. But surely you can't enter it and judge the same. Yeah, you can. You can. You just don't, obviously don't judge your prince. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, which is real awkward because sometimes they'll like pull a judge off, right, before they print, like the print before, and then you'll see the next print come up and like if you know someone's work, you're like, well, that's their print. And then like two prints later, they pull them back on. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like... Uh, uh, and I know I'm not I'm not dissing it. It's a no, it's a no. difficult thing for for them, and it's it's a 
you're, you're trying to organize a, a conference and awards unit. It's not easy, you know. Hats off to anyone who's doing it. There's just yeah, totally. certain things that I don't agree with. Yeah, and being it'd be easy to have biases because it's mm. if I see one of your photos, I know it's your photo. Yeah, and you probably get the same. Like most people, yeah. if they see one of my images, they know it's me. Yeah, like yeah. other photographers. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, you got you got that style. People can pick out. People can pick out the CTM. Yeah. yeah, the main source. Main source. <laughs> That's the preset. <laughs> Burger sauce. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right there. Not just bias towards your own, but like to your friends or maybe to people you don't like. Yeah. And that exists as well. You're like, oh, I'm sick of this guy winning or this girl winning. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not feeling this. And I think it's naturally as humans, it's hard to ignore those biases sometimes. Mm. Like even if you try, like I've noticed that with um, my YouTube channel, like when I've been reviewing gear, I'm pretty good at it now. Like I've mm. roasted some Sony shit. <laughs> Yeah, like some gear they've bought out. I mean, like, this is crap, you know. Um, but even something as simple as that is like equipment, you know. Mm. It's funny because I remember you shoot Canon, right? Because mm. I, I shot Nikon for years professionally. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, I was talking about this the other day when I when I was on Nikon. I was like, there's no way I'm switching to Sony. This mirrorless shit is just going to phase out. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, there's no, I'm Nikon for life, now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then I kind of realized halfway through reviewing gear on my YouTube channel that like the companies don't give a shit about us. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Sony and yeah. like whatever. So, Canon's on top I'm of a that number. list. They, they yeah. don't give the shit the oh, most. Canon's the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, they just don't care. Mm. So what are you even holding on to? Yeah. Like, um, just use whatever is best for you. you 100%. Know, is my opinion. Yeah. Use, oh. Like they're all so good. They're all better than yeah. us. Yeah. So if you can't do a good jo a job mm. with a professional camera, mm. you should probably quit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they're Wild all right. they're all way better. Yeah, yeah. But it's, um, um, Canon's bloody expensive though. You know, like it, it, I've just sold a whole lot of um, well, all of them except for two. What are yeah. you shooting on now? Tell us what you're shooting on before you go. Yeah, so um, I got a couple R fives. Yeah. Yeah. Probably could have got R6s, but um, I just went for that 8,000 pixel thing, which is pretty cool because you can crop out. Like, there's situations where you may have like a 24 on and you needed to get closer, but you don't want to miss the moment. And then you're cropping out like a third of the image and you still got like 5,000 pixels. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Like, I do that with crop mode on my Sony. Right, okay. I have it programmed to a button so I can like punch in to super 35 <laughs> mode and it's like crop like 1.5 times crop. Nice. But I think it's lower res than yours. What's R5? Like 50. Yeah, forty-five something, something like that. Like, something like that. Yeah, forty-five, I think. And are you using native RF glass or your yeah. shit still? No, so I had EFs. I still have a couple, um, but um, I recently just sold a whole lot of EFs and bought the RFs. Um, What's your main lenses? I only got four. Yeah, yeah. I had like seven, eight. I typically use four through yeah. a whole wedding day. If yeah, that. yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, exactly. So twenty-four, thirty-five, fifty, and eighty-five. So in the morning, so yeah. this is interesting. So running through the morning from like getting ready. So see for me, I do like twenty four fifty for the morning, mm. and then ceremony I'm like thirty five eighty five, and then I for bridal portraits I go back to twenty four fifty, and then I'm back on thirty five eighty five for speeches. Right. So what do you do? I only use one camera in the morning. Yeah, I don't 35. even. Yeah, and a yeah. thirty five. I don't. Too. I yeah, like that. I don't even bring out another camera until the ceremony. Um, <laughs> There's something freeing about that. Yeah, yeah. I just don't feel the need to. Even no. like if I'm if I'm hopping from like the girls to the boys, I'll like even leave my bag at the girls. So yeah. like if I'm going between the two, if they close, and then I'm coming back to the girls. Yeah. And I just take my camera at 35 to the boys. <laughs> and I like, do that. Honestly, I never need anything else. Yeah. yeah, I do that sometimes, and I just have a battery in my yeah, it takes you know, in a little pocket yeah, in your just jeans. In case, yeah, yeah. I, wear, I I put one of those in. Honestly, I think the whole dual camera thing came from people wanting to wear dual camera straps mm, yeah because <laughs> I remember when I got my first you know when leather dual camera strap harnesses came out you know yeah. I got one I was like this is badass <laughs> I look way cooler than the I the amount am. of people that come up to me at a oh. wedding and say these things are so cool <laughs> yeah I just tell people now I literally wear it because it makes me look cooler than I am I just tell people I say you should see all my other leather yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just laugh yeah, I've done that sometimes too. Like I'm like, yeah, we just me and my second shooter, we clip each other together and just like rub, <laughs> rub parts together. It's great. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, no, I think um, using one body is great. Yeah, it, I, I've tried to go back to Zooms. I haven't used Zooms for years. Yeah, I struggled. I know. I think Rambo recently, or he has for a while. Yeah, he went back and used Zooms, and he loves it. He rates it. I was like, oh, I should try that again, actually. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just hang on to the primes. I could, you could probably, I could probably shoot a wedding for the 35 mil in its entirety. Yeah, I, I, bought a, I bought a 28 to 75 2.8 um, with the aim of using it for like ceremonies. Right. And uh, it's great for ceremonies. It works great. It looks great. But there's still something about an 85. Yeah. That's just better. I'll tell you what, man. The new Canon 85, the RF, is one of the best 85s I've ever used. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Like... I've I've never like I've always had a problem with CA on an eighty five. I don't know what it is with an eighty five. It's like mainly when you're wide open. So yeah, like if you're like one point two, one point four. There's always a like level of CA that's like more pronounced than any other lens. Yeah, I've found with the eighty five and with the Canon RF man, it's so good. Yeah, the Sony GM eighty five is not great for right. like okay. I have the Sigma one now, um, and that, that's, that's, that's really than Sony. good. Oh yeah, right. Wow. But the the Sony eighty five G Master was the first G Master lens they bought out, so it's very old now. Yeah, um, it needs to be updated like badly. Yeah, um, I think I've used that one actually when yeah. I was contemplating switching over to Sony. I think Aaron Key sent me a whole box of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah he does that. Yeah, and um, I was like, I wanted to, I wanted to like it, but I, I just couldn't love the menu system and the. Oh, it get, the takes user. a while to get your head around. Yeah, I probably should have given it more time, but. Oh man, honestly, especially when you're doing, I get asked this a lot typically because of my youtube channel i get asked a lot like honestly the, the two questions i get asked the most mm. are what body should i buy out of these or what lens would you use right i'm like i have no idea <laughs> like what are you doing i just work here yeah i don't know you just tell me what you know, t you know i need to know some background mm. like what are you shooting it's you know like yeah. it's irrelevant good start yeah 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 um, but yeah, I think especially when you're actually just leading me on to another subject. Fuck, Segways. it's been forty-five minutes already. Yeah, um, I could talk to you for years, uh, for hours. And, uh, <laughs> if you guys could see the feet cam, <laughs> there's a lot of footsie under footsie the table. <laughs> is that your big toe? Yeah, this is my only fence. <laughs> I need another camera like under the table. Yeah, that um, make money. Especially when you're doing photo only. Mm. You shoot whatever the fuck body you want. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. I think. Like Fuji. Nowadays it doesn't. No. Nah. No. Nah, yeah. Back then it did. Like yeah. a while ago. Yeah. I mean, saying that, I was shooting I was shooting weddings on a D700, wow. which is like 12 megapixels or whatever, and it was. I thought it was legit. Yeah. I mean, it was the, the main pro body mm. back then. The D750 was the business back in the day. Yeah, like I had the, that too. Yeah, the dynamic range in it for at the time. Oh, even now it's fa it's amazing. The sense <laughs> yeah. is great, but like yeah. shitty autofocus. Yeah. But back then, when it came out, autofocus was sick. Yeah, now no. it's like cheating. There was nothing. Yeah, it is. It's now so I'm like tracking a bride walking down the aisle from 50 meters away by her eyeball. Yeah. Like, do, do you find this is what I found in the last maybe couple of years since I've been on mirrorless that I'm shooting a lot less. Oh, way less. Like a lot less. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just trusting my photos more. Yeah, wait. Well, and great. you're seeing the exposure live as well. Yeah, so it's like. True, yeah. But like with regards to focus, whereas like yeah. when I had the 40D. Oh, everything's like, always in focus. Yeah, especially if you're shooting at like F2 or something, you're like firing off like 20 shots in yeah. two or three. Or no, with Sony, the new Sony bodies, I don't know what the – I have used the R5, but mm. it was like original firmware and stuff. Yeah. But with the new Sonys, I don't think I've come across a photo that I, I probably have, but it's so rare that I'll have a, an image that's not exactly in focus. Right. They just all are. Yeah. Yeah, it's same. like cheating. Yeah, and the lens quality is so much better with these RFs, man. I'm telling you, it's like RF lenses are good. Yeah. The only one I had an issue with was the that big fat f2 zoom. I haven't tried it. Yeah, twenty eight. Few people had I issues with is. that. Yeah, and my second right. shooter was having issues with it. Just on the like, if you go past sixty five mil, it just turned to absolute shit. <laughs> wow. But I think it might have, like it needed a repair or something. But okay. I've heard that a lot about that lens. Yeah. But the RF primes are amazing. So good. Mm. Still waiting for the 35 and 24, though, to, to release. Yeah, they only have those the little L. ones, eh? Yeah. They're okay. I got them. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good, but they're not like old quality. Do you still have your tilt shift? Yes. You I still use it? Not. I go through stages. Like, I'll use it. I'll take it to like... Is it 45 or 24? It's 45. 45, yeah. yeah. The 45. That's what I had. I used to have the 24, but I got the 45. Actually, I bought that because of you as well, yeah, but <laughs> I used it like three weddings. I was like, I'm just going to sell it. <laughs> 
It's too Sorry hard. I'd rather just freelance it, you know? Like Yeah, freelancing's cool. There's a certain buzz with freelancing yeah. you know, and the results you're like, wow, that's cool. Especially when there's some like sun, there's light yeah. shining towards you and some flare and that. It's funny though, I only do that shit when I'm really inspired by like the couple or something. Like I, I did free, mm. I did some freelancing at a wedding a few weeks ago. I shot down the South Island, like right at the bottom of the South Island. And it was, um, it was epic. Like mm. I got some really good shots with it, but I only did it because it was just a rad day. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking cool, man. I'm having a great time. Yeah. They, you know, they styled it really well. Uh, anyway, I'm just getting off subject, but yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. You, yeah. Yeah. It's but, fun. What do you think about photographers getting into video? Um, I don't know. I think I have mixed feelings about it. Like I've I've always I've for a long time I've wanted to, but I just haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but like life's just gotten in the way. But do you want yeah. to because of for business reasons, or I, you want to because you think you would enjoy it? I don't think I would enjoy the editing part of things. No. And then I'm I'm too much of a control freak with that to outsource it. I think. Yeah, I don't know what's in Yeah, so I it's like, what's the point? Mm. Yeah. About a year ago, maybe two, I was getting a lot of inquiries asking for video as well. Now, not as many. That's why I started doing video because I, I book more weddings because I do both. Right. So now what's the percentage of what you're doing compared to photo only? Oh, it would be 80% both. Really? Yeah. That's quite high. Wow. Yeah. And it does turn a like a five grand day into like a nine grand day. Right, you know, yeah. But the workload is a lot three more. times as much. Oh. <laughs> the editing is killing me. Mm. So I would just I would want to put in songs that are like artists that I love. Yeah, and I would struggle with like royalty free music. I'd be like, it just wouldn't hit home. <laughs> yeah, me. music is very. I I'm yeah. always picking the songs before I start the edit. Yeah. Could you imagine a Quentin Tarantino movie without a song that people know? <laughs> <laughs> or Breaking Bad, Vince Gilligan no. using music that just is like. It's royalty-free standard stock stuff. No, you can't. <laughs> no. It wouldn't have the same effect. I think that's why part of the reason why I started putting, like I have audio from the day, from the microphones all through the whole film Right now and just like quiet music. Yeah. So I shoot it more like, like when me and Julian, I'm like trying to tell them what I want and like how we're changing and whatever. And I'm like, shoot it like you're shooting the office. Mm. So I do that now, like a lot of movement and attention, all that yeah. zooming here and there and like just stuff like that. Yeah. And like a lot of, you know, like I'll, I'll when we go to the girls getting ready, we'll like often just take her off and just ask her how she's feeling and like what she's looking forward to and getting, getting all that kind right. of audio. Yeah. And same with the parents. That's cool. I mean, new trends and styles are sort of born through frustration of the norm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just it's getting sick of doing the same stuff. So you're like, what else can we do? That's the intro tag that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Mm. But it's important, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's easy to be an autopilot. That's easy. We could do that all day long. Yeah, it takes a certain level of like applying yourself to create something for the couple and for yourself. That's sort of different to what you know you would normally create. Yeah, because it's not like an office job. Like I enjoy it. Mm. You know, I do enjoy it. Yeah, and I and I enjoy it because I'm good at it, and I'm and I want to be better at it, and. You know, it's just mm. a sweet job. Yeah. So it's hard to just do the norm and just like do the same shit every season. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Life after weddings. What do you mean? Like, have you thought about it? Or how long do you think you'll be oh. waiting until you're 60? God. <laughs> I just thought a lot Ma about this. May yeah, maybe it's an age thing, but I'm, uh, I'm thinking about it a thing. lot lately. Uh, me too. I'm like... Do you I, know why? Why? Because there's going to be a time... Not that far off, mm. maybe a little bit, but we're going to wake up and we're going to go, I am not cool enough to be here. I'm the same age as the parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, there's a certain amount of cool that you have to have. Yeah. I reckon I've got five years. Left in the tank? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, if, really? I'm, if I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, see, but what I would do, so my plan, I have thought, so let me tell you. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you, Justin Aitken. Yes. So what I would do is... I would jack my price, like 10 grand a day, photo only, just me. Mm. And I would do like five to eight weddings a year. And this is my phasing out period. Right. Because some people are going to pay that. Not a lot, yeah. but some people are going to, I could do yeah. it. You could do it. Lots of people could do it. 
And then um, I would invest the small amount of money that I haven't spent on motorbikes and whiskey <laughs> <laughs> and my, my family. And um, I would buy a – I would open a shop that sells motorbikes and customizes motorbikes. Nice. And has like a bar, cafe kind of thing. But make it rad where like anybody can come. Yeah. It's a destination. You ride there and then you just like park up. We'll have like guitars and shit. You can like have a jam. That's so cool. Have a coffee, have a beer, you know, look at the motorbikes that we're building. Yeah. You know, and, and I'd like, like Zahn's bike out there, mm. you'd have it so you can drop your bike off and just be like, do it. I don't want to, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Drop it off and we'll customize it and make you a sick bike. Isn't there a show in America with cars like that? What's it called? Oh, there's probably heaps. There's one in particular that I remember. They did that with Ziggy Marley's car. It was Bob Marley's car. Right. Yeah, old BMW. And they, yeah. they did it up and then like presented it to him. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But like real classy, like well tasteful. Yeah, nice. Old school bikes. That's cool because it's something that you love as well. So, you know, you're sort yeah. of joining those two things. I'd have to do something I love. Yeah. I'd have to either win lotto <laughs> and just do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Or start something that I really enjoy. Because... Oh, man, you know, after shooting, you know, after the way I grew up, which wasn't nice and, you know, being broke mm. off my ass until I was like 30. Yeah. You know, it's only been 10 years, literally 10 years ago, pretty much 10 years ago today, I was driving a car worth about 500 bucks. It had no warrant, no rego. Wow. I was living week by week. That's inspiring, man. Like, dude, well done. Like, you know, the end of every week, if I had 10 bucks, yeah. I'm doing all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's only been 10 years of this business. And I mean, I mean it's been a crazy 10 years and I'm very lucky to have found what I loved, mm. but there's no way in hell that I can go back to doing an, no. and a nine to five and no. just working for somebody else and just doing something I hate. Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> man? Yeah. I couldn't either. When I quit my job, do you know what blew my mind? Mm. I calculated that I was spending, uh, it was an insane amount of time just sitting in a car doing fuck going all. to and from work yeah. every yeah. day. Like it was, what a waste it of was life. like almost a working week <laughs> yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. It was Some insane. people are happy with it. Some people are happy with just getting their check at the end of the week. I'm not so much. I, yeah. I, I've, it's interesting because we, we both also had, and we've spoken about this before, how yeah. both of our upbringings and when we were kids weren't ex the most. They, they were quite hard. Yeah. And maybe a lot of it is reason why, you know, we, we've done okay for ourselves. And I mean, look at you, you've, you've done pretty well and, you know, inspire a lot of people as well, which is mm. great. Um, but uh, I had a point. <laughs> yeah, look. It, I think it, what you're saying is it comes from being hard places. Yeah, being in hard places. So you're pushed to do other things. And when yeah. you realize that, hey, I could actually, instead of sitting in the car and traveling to work, that's what I was going to say and wasting that time, you could actually apply it to something else in, in yeah. doing what you want to do. And not, not everybody has the option, the opportunity to find something that they love that they can sort of do that with. But, mm. you know, like I've always struggled with working for someone. Like I've never really had oh, that. I'm a terrible employee. Yeah. Like I never, you're saying, like I never really had the stick to itiveness of, of a job. No. It's like, I've really struggled. Like I would wake up in the morning, like <clears throat> not keen. I'd be like, there's got to be something else. And yeah. like I said, some people are okay with that. Like. You know, I've got family members and stuff who are like, they, they're just happy. They just want to get home, put on the TV afterwards, and then that's good for them. Yeah. They haven't really got anything that they want to do. And that's cool. That's fine. But if there are things that, you know, you want to do or that you, you feel like if you're sitting at work and you're like, I would rather be doing this, yeah, then just fucking do it. Like, you know, That's the key, man. Just fucking do it. Yeah. You're good at that. Yeah, I am. Yeah. That's it, really it's, the it's one great. thing that I'm good at. Yeah. Because like I think we've been talking about like a podcast thing for a while. Like we've been saying for a while we should do something. And yeah. this, like, you know, life just fucking happens, man. And next, yeah, before right. you know it, it's next wedding season. Yeah. So yeah, it's really I cool like to where see. this is going because this is really why I started the podcast to like motivate people. Yeah. And like I think people love it when they can hear that I wasn't always here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I've said this before, you know, a car is just a car. But me thinking that I would have owned a brand new car in my lifetime. <laughs> Bro, I was driving a forklift with yeah. holes in my shoes thinking, you know, like I just need to get a warrant. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. like crazy that where you can come from. And and I remember the day, literally, I remember the day when I was, I said I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, I'm, I'm going. sick of this shit. I'm going to be a full time wedding photographer next year. Yeah, nice. And then that next year, I quit my job. Yeah, but I worked so hard mm. for a year and like neglected my family. Yeah, you know, and um, that's the and thing. just so many defeats and like yeah but i've always said that this business especially you know i don't know a lot but i know a lot about photography mm. and i know a lot about the photography business and just in general and i think it goes for all things that you want to do it's because my photos were fucking terrible <laughs> my winning photos were shocking when I started, we right? were all in the same boat, bro. But it's persistence <laughs> yeah. is what gets you where you want to go. Yeah, I'm only here because I couldn't give up. You know, yeah. like there's just no way that I was going to go back yeah. to that. Yeah, I think my mother used to say a diamond is a piece of coal that stuck to the job. <laughs> a diamond it's, is a piece of coal that stuck to the job. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so it's you know, it's interesting. Yeah, is your family here? No. I um I came here without any family. My family's scattered all over the world, so it's just me and and my own family, my wife and kids. Yeah, she's South African too, right? Yeah, she is. We she went. was great. I really liked her. Yeah, she's cool. I got to come down awesome. and see you guys again. I'm very lucky. You are. Yeah, you got a cool house too. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's um, both pretty lucky, really. Yeah, we are. And and you know, just going back to um, what you were saying about um, uh, you know, family suffering there. Like I've, I've this last year. I've made a real effort to try and just be more present for the family and not really give a fuck about like where in the past I'd feel bad if I wasn't working. It's yeah. so like I'm sitting somewhere and I'm, I'm enjoying time not like not working. In my head I'd be like, I, I feel like I need to be doing something. Maybe a little bit ADHD or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I've, I've always been like that. Like it's like I need to be productive. I need to be doing something. I need to be, you know, back, back in the office. And, and, and now I'm thinking like I, that actually doesn't matter. I shouldn't do that as much. It's like more important for me because here's the thing, man, like and something I'm realizing, my, like my, my oldest is eight years old already and that's gone like that. Yeah. Like when we moved down from Auckland, she was like, she had just been born. Yeah. And I'm just like, where did that eight years go? Yeah. And like she's going to, and Mike Hill, you say this, I'm mentioning his name again. He used to say this about his daughters because he had daughters a bit older. It's like when they get to 16, they don't, they're not going to give a shit about you, man. No. They're, they're going to, I mean, you, you know that. Yeah, now. my daughter's 17. Yeah. yeah. And for me, so I'm just like, and everyone's told me, but it's like, it's so hard to apply it sometimes because you get like, you know, you, you get, I've been listening to um, a guy, uh, Dr. Gabo Mate, my sister, who's a counselor, um, told me, about, yeah. she always gives, sends me little, little gems. And he talks about, um, you know, like uh, how quick it can go and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Just, it's, so you have to spend that time with the kids when they're that age. Otherwise, it's going to be gone. Yeah, I, I remember being at your house thinking you're a great dad. I, and I, just the way you are with your kids and stuff like that. But I, I know what you mean. But I think you're probably being a little bit hard on yourself. Yeah, but I always feel bad. Like, so even now doing it, I still feel guilty. Yeah. yeah. No, I do as well. But I think, you know, it comes, you don't have to work hard. Like, you don't have to work really hard for long if you work really fucking hard Yeah. at the start. Yeah. You know, like not where we are now, but like when I started, after that year, I could, I didn't, but I could have chilled out a lot and just, you know, like relaxed a little bit and like sunken into it and just, mm -hmm. you know, kept marketing myself, but not doing it all the time. You know, I needed to slow down a little bit earlier. Mm. You know, I'm lucky now because I, you know, I pick my kids up from school and drop them off and all that. And, yeah. um, you know, I could definitely be better as well. Um but I think what people need to know if you're thinking about getting into it is you just need to work really hard for a short amount of time. Yeah. Like give it a year. Yeah, time management is important. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'm too good at that. No. I'm trying to be better at that and I'm struggling with that, you know, like just managing your time and finding that balance and, and knowing when yeah. to stop working. People like us, you just get so wrapped up in being busy and it's toxic, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just going, going back to the Gabor Mate thing, like yeah. he talks about addiction and, and people like you and I who possibly had um, harder upbringings, yeah. it's, we're, it's easier for us to find addiction. Yeah, definitely. And um, you can be addicted to many things. Like, you know, when people hear about addiction, they think like drugs or alcohol, but there's yeah. other things. Like you can be addicted to work and that's just as bad. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's real interesting. Um, he's real, I'll have to look he, that up. Yeah. Just send me a link. Yeah. He, he has a book. Um, 
it's um, the myth of normal. Right. Yeah. That sounds good. It's a yeah. good name. Yeah. And he's talking Spend about like life and, and, yeah, and like toxic, in our sort of current toxic culture that we live in. Yeah. Yeah. It's true because I don't really, you know, I have like a whiskey <clears throat> when I'm doing this and like with my mate or whatever, but I don't really, I don't remember the last time I've been like drunk. Mm. I don't do drugs. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. used to when I was a younger man, but not yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the current, in where I am currently in my life, it just would not work. <laughs> oh, no, I don't have any time for that shit. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's probably the same with you. Like, probably the reason I work so hard is because of the fear of, you know, if I fail at this, yeah, like, this is the end of the line. Yeah. I don't have my parents to like fall back on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I don't have family around to yeah, fall back th on. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I like do something wrong, if <laughs> I don't make money, my family's fucked. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, the buck stops with me. Yeah. And it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, mm, and it's, that's like when COVID hit. <laughs> fuck. COVID. I was shitting myself. Yeah. I was same. like, dude. You can't have events anymore. Okay, cool. That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> that fear of like, shit, I got to mm. do something. Yeah. Because mum's not going to hook me up. Yeah. Dad's not going to come and hook me up. And the bank balance is getting The low. bank balance. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you start, you've got like five figures and then it drops. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then it gets to four figures and you're like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to either sell something or I've make some there. more money. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And that's part of the pressure of... um just running your own business, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not knowing what's happening next month. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard work, man. Yeah. One of the pros of having a nine to five, I suppose. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah. I I've, I've done it. it as well. Like I'll say to my wife, fuck it. I'm getting a job. She's like, you'll never lost at a job. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> just, just let me vent. <laughs> yeah. I oh, did. I remember like mid COVID, I was still doing all right, but I was so tired and I was just burnt out. Yeah. And I was just like, we're still feeling the after effects of it now. Like we were just 100%. talking about it before we started. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to look through trade me, like trade me jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and like I found one that would, it sounded really cool. And I was like, oh yeah. I like, you know, you click inquire or whatever and it goes to this form and they ask you all these questions. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, a CV? What's a CV? I can't <laughs> even remember. Like a job history. Yeah. Bro, I've been employed for so like a self-employed for so long. I'm like, I don't have job history. Yeah. Like, this and then you have it. to go to interview, and I'm like, dude, I could probably do this job better than you. Yeah. You know, and I just You'd probably get the job. Yeah. <laughs> Honesty makes me think of American Beauty uh, when he goes to yeah. the, the burger place. He's like, yeah. I have experience. He's like, oh, you're overqualified for this job. Yeah. He's like, I want a job with no responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, good good, good chats, good chats, man. So good. You got any other? Um, messages or advice or anything for people um yeah get a bottle of this glen livet it's bloody yeah, good yeah, I'm gonna have some more <laughs> of it the ice is finished yeah i'll have to get no ice you're smashing more it. i'll have a little bit more yeah why not um i don't know i'll be talking specifically weddings or anything no, I I mean, this wedding, this podcast by nature is going to be about wedding photography, but yeah. I'm very, like, I don't want it to be just about wedding photography. Like, I have um, some people coming on. Like, I have, I'm talking to, a like, a business coach. Cool. Um, she's going to come on and, and chat to people about it. Um, but really, my only goal with, <laughs> I don't even have a goal with this. I just start shit. <laughs> I bought all this See shit where like it goes. two weeks ago, a week ago or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this is like the fourth or fifth episode already. Um, cool. It's really just, I want to, it's, you know, when you get to a place mm. and you're like, what else literally, is <laughs> I've said this before. Yeah. I remember a day when I was, I walked to work, okay, because my car was fucked mm. and I couldn't afford to get it fixed, but I had to go to work and I had one shoe because <laughs> my shoes were f like proper gone. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to walk to work. So I walked to work with bare feet and I just borrowed some work boots when I got to work. And I just, I've always remembered that day, you know, I always remember that day thinking, makes me emotional thinking about it. You know, mm -hmm. I had like two kids already and, you know, I was in a shitty relationship and things were just bad. And I remember thinking, Fuck this, man. Mm. 
Like, there's got to be something else. Is this going to be my life? There's got to be more to it. You know, I, I'm a, what is, I don't even know what day it is. Well, it's Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm sitting here with my boy from down the so mound, having a whiskey, uh, talking shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's just proof that anybody can do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what I wanted the podcast to be about. I wanted the podcast to be like, you can do it too. You can do yeah. it too. Yeah. And how can I help you? That's awesome. Basically. And I think yeah. if the more chats we have like this and the more people we talk to, hmm. and even if people don't know, like it's going to be a lot of people because I post these on YouTube and most of my following is in America. So most of them oh. aren't going to know who you are. No. They don't know who I am when yeah. they open it. And, um, I, I think it's irrelevant because you're at the top of your game and you've come from the same kind of place I did mm. and you own a sick house down in the mount and, you know, you've got a great family and like, sure, things are hard, but like, fuck, we're lucky, man. Yeah. Privileged. Are. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. You know? Yeah. And grateful. I think, but the luck was finding what we like. Yeah. You I, know? The I, rest was hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think you would be sitting here in the position you're in there if you didn't walk barefoot to your job kind of thing? Fuck no. You see what I mean? Like, so I mean, I don't know where I would have been. A lot of growth comes from adversity. Yeah. It's but almost that's necessary. The, yeah, that's one of the lessons is that being uncomfortable is yeah. where success comes from. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like I've tried a lot of shit that I've been terrible at, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, you know, even with photography, I've tried a lot of things. So I'm like, this is not a good idea yeah. afterwards. And, but it's those things. It's like just trying it anyway. And I think mm. so many people are so scared to just even believe in themselves and yeah. be like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to start. Come out of the comfort zone. Yeah. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm going to start a business, whatever. And, you know, I've seen a lot of people that, cause I used to do like personal coaching and stuff like that. Um, like you know like one-on-one -on -one workshops mm. and um a lot of those people were in the same position and now they they have their own businesses not because of me but i just you know like they've had a lot of influences over their life and like just being told that you can do it yeah. and like believing that you can yeah and mm. and practically as well getting really good first step advice from mm. people i think is mm. It's pretty solid. Like I have a friend, she didn't even have it. She never had a, a camera, like a proper camera. Mm. And uh, I, so she got a camera and three months, I think it was like maybe two months later, she'd quit her job and now she's doing like family portraits. Killer. How good <laughs> it's that? crazy. Yeah. And like she still has so much to learn, but yeah, it's really not that hard. If you have someone or something, you know, like you involve yourself and like you just start picking it up and just start doing it every day yeah. it doesn't take long man no but yeah I think that's pretty much it unless you no. got anything else no it's been awesome yeah man well thanks for watching guys and uh, thanks for I mean you didn't come up all the way well, you did come up all the way up just for this actually you had an engagement shoot and they cancelled <laughs> <laughs> like an hour into my trip yeah <laughs> oh fuck that's yeah. a disaster yeah well but I mean, it was COVID. worth it. <laughs> it was yeah, worth it, man. I nearly out. turned around. Oh, I knew I'm you, glad I could I feel it. it in your voice. Yeah. I was like, I was like, if uh, it was me, I don't know if I would still come, but yeah. it's cool to hang out. And I appreciate you coming up, man. I'm glad I came now. Me too, bro. Thank you, bro. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. And cheers, Justin. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Check this out. I got this new deck the other day. Let's do some exit music, eh? Sounds good. Mm. That's soothing. This is why I got this deck. Now I'm so, definitely going to touch your foot. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. But so you have to talk until the beat comes on. And then I crank it up. And this is like recorded onto the track. So now I'm like, catch you guys later. <laughs> Just fade the mics out nice. like that so you know.